there are many ways to implement these lifestyle habits, but there is only one you and one your lifestyle. And so it's all about customizing these habits into the way you already live, not wholesale throwing out your lifestyle and creating a new one, but fitting these into the way you live and your family and your hobbies and your work. I'm your host, Anna Kian, and before we start with today's show, please remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at Mindset.Zone. Today, our special guest is Monica Tarr. Monica is a board-certified and functional medicine health coach who helps high-performing professionals preserve and improve their brain health. Prior to health coaching, Monica was a consultant helping Fortune 500 companies grow their customer base and developing high-performing teams. Welcome to the Mindset Zone, Monica. Thank you, Anna. So happy to be here. And it's wonderful to have you here. We know each other for several years now. I met you before you make this amazing transition. And I would love to start with your personal story. Because you were, when I met you in professional events, you were quite a well-known expert in your field. You were recognized you are traveling, speaking at conference around the world, and then you decide to make a change a lot in your professional life. And I know that one of the reasons was that you start to have brain fog and fatigue that start to affect your day to day. So tell us a little bit more about it. Sure. As with all people who have these symptoms, it's one of the goals is to cover them up so that no one else can see. And so, yes, the brain fog was, you know, nearly debilitating. I could get through the day, but it it got to a point where I had sort of this strong internal fear that if, say, a conference call wasn't recorded, that I would forget or miss something that was said in the conversation that I really needed to remember because we were talking about technical implementations, lots of details, and you know, high-performing executives that have very high expectations for the outcomes of their project. So the brain fog would just made me operate within every one of my days with a great deal of fear. And then the fatigue that came, I could get through it. But on the days that I was working at home and had the flexibility, I oftentimes would lie down in the afternoon, say around two o'clock and crash out for an hour and a half, which is a really long midday siesta. And typically people need to do that 15 or 20 minutes suffices. And then even with a break that long in the afternoon, I would still be falling asleep on the couch, watching television or something around 8.30. And and it was quite scary. And I, I learned later that my husband was equally scared because after I got better, he he said in conversation one time, he, he said, I thought I was losing my wife. Wow. You were pushing yourself. And 
I think all of us have experiences of uh, being very tired of periods in our lives that we push, 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 and then the body say, hello, I'm here. And we are tired, we forget things. But what you describe reminds me a lot of what people with long COVID describe or people that went to cancer treatments like myself that we speak the chemo brain that we know that is something else. Yes, we are over abusing our body. Yes, we are pushing too much. Yes, we don't have 20 years anymore. <laughs> All those things are true. But in your case, you knew that uh, this is, um, even with this, all these circumstances, that should be uh, red flags and alarm bells for anybody. But you knew that maybe there was other dynamics that you should take care of. Yes, there. I, I chalked it up to menopause and my friend group are talking about the same thing. And so it was easy to just sort of push it to the side thinking, OK, this, this will right itself. And another thing to push through. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And not get help, right? Because there's nothing that can be done. It's just time. It'll evaporate with time. But it didn't. And then at the same time, uh, my father passed away and we knew my mom's memory wasn't very good anymore. But he was really covering up for her. So every time we saw them or we talked on the phone, my mom was never left alone with us to have a conversation. So in hindsight, I think that he was always there so that he could fill in the gaps. And so when he passed, we realized that she was really in bad shape and it runs in her family. Her mother and her two sisters also have it. And so that was really sort of the 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 kick in the head. And at the same time, my friend just by happenstance, sent me the title of this book called The End of Alzheimer's. And so I started reading that and then having an understanding that I had a genetic propensity to have that disease later in life, I thought, wow, there is really something that can be done and took the book to my doctor and said, I'm all in. Let's, can we do this? Is there anything in here you object to? So let's let's press the pause button because there are so many important things here. Is that attitude in the beginning of pushing through, of ignoring things that are blaring in our face, but we keep just going. And uh, I think it's not just women, but women in particular, we are experts on that. Yes. And I'm getting a little bit emotional too, because I, when I had my own cancer experience, I ignore symptoms that I bang my head on the head, uh, on the wall saying, come on, Anna, you should have no better. But okay, we cannot change the past. We have to move forward and learn from it. That is the main thing. But you were like on that attitude, okay, pushing through. And then was scare reality situation with your mom and facing that and your own genetic tendency or propensity for that. But what I admire in you, and thanks to finding a resource, but thank, I also I think your attitude towards life is that, okay, maybe you were a little bit in the victim, but you say, no, no, I'm not wanting to stay in the victim land for too long. And as soon as you saw something that you could proactive do, you grab into it. And is that the thing that you find the book that gave you hope and have a pathway, have a possibility, that some evidence behind it. And you took it to your doctor and say, okay, 
this, anything here that you say, oh my gosh, this is crazy land or is things that you is going to be bad for me or even if you don't believe in this, but if you don't see no harm, I want to do it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and I had a client recently say, I think, encapsulate the feeling that I had, which when they figured out the root causes of what was happening to his wife, he said, now I know the enemy. And that's in hindsight, that's exactly how I felt. I know, I know who you are. And now I, now I'm going to, I'm in, I'm going to fight. And it's very important also, because mainly when there is a genetic, that identify a gene that is so scary, even if we understand the genes, they can turn on and off. There is not right. the, uh, Okay, there are cases in genetic that is very determinant of what happens next. But most cases in our genes work. Yes, they give us more chances of something, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we cannot change things. It's always a dance between nature and nurture. So yes. our genetical code and what we do in the environment from from everything and from the food that we put, the lifestyle that we have, the mindset that we cultivate, that influence the expression of these genes. And you find this pathway to a protocol, mainly through food, that help you to stack the chances in your favor, so to speak. Yes, it's it's actually seven pillars of the protocol. They, he does recommend to start with food. So it's food, exercise, sleep, reducing the toxins in your life. That's sort of a special circumstance, supplements and brain training. Love it. And what is the name of this protocol? Let's give the credit to yes. Uzu. Thank you. Yes, the researcher is called Dr. Dale Bredesen, and he's the one who wrote the book that I was given um, called The End of Alzheimer's. And he explains in there the research and the protocol. And he explains it like there's 36 holes in the roof. So the, the root causes of this disease and its cousins is multifactorial, which is one of the reasons why he says some of the pharmaceutical research, the results aren't as good as we would like to see because there doesn't appear to be one root cause. It's, it's quite um, complicated. But with these lifestyle changes, and truly they are mostly lifestyle changes, that you can plug most of those 36 holes. And he had, I don't know, I think several hundred case studies where people with symptoms, cognitive decline symptoms, got reversal. Love it. And these seven pillars are helpful for the fighting dementia and Alzheimer, but also to get this more in high performance. So just tell me again, the seven pillars. Yeah, so yes. So food. Food, exercise, uh huh, sleep, okay, stress reduction, stress, mm hmm, supplements if necessary, okay, and brain training, and the toxins, and the toxics, yes, mm hmm, and there is a special order for them. The one thing that he does recommend is that people start with food. And, and there's a reason for that. It, it's meant to create a dual fuel for your brain. Mm -hmm. And also as we age, we get less good at using glucose, which is uh, the main fuel for the brain. And you can see that on PET scans that it doesn't fire up the brain like it used to. So we're encouraged to 
take this lifestyle so that we can create an alternate fuel that is used very efficiently for the brain. And then the body can just wave back and forth between those two fuel sources. Love it. And the reason why I might ears perk with toxins, because I interview another person here in the mindset zone, Sue Stevenson, that she had a very interesting journey also with these things because they detect a mass in her brain that was in a not, uh, they could not do surgery to, to mm-hmm. extract. And even they could not do a biopsy. They knew that was a mass that she had there. So the doctor almost told her, you are done, put your affairs mm-hmm. in order, so to speak. And she got, no, I'm going to do something about, and was many of the lifestyle changes that you are speaking, that, thank God, the mass reduced. And now she wow. is uh, helping other people in the journey to from a more wellness and health. And one of the things that she speaks about a lot that was important in her journey was the toxins and that we don't realize how many toxins we have around us in our houses. So even if we don't live in an industrial area, there is more to be aware that we are. So, but I love this emphasis on the starting with the food because it's something that we have to do every day (laughs) and it's quite important and we don't pay attention to it. And this, this is one of your areas of expertise. Yes. But before going there, Going back to your personal journey, you were in all this situation, you were getting the effects of fatigue, brain fog that were affecting our day to day, your mom's situation, finding out that you have this gene, finding a pathway, going for it, making it happen. Okay, I can, but you so sometimes is the powerful thing of having this kind of situation get us into the action mode. You went mm-hmm. into the action mode. You start to implement this protocol. How long it took to start to see the results? About two months. Wow. That is quite fast for these things. Yes. Well, and some of that was help from my personal doctor. So there were some results in my blood test that showed that I had some things that were quite out of balance, including a a thyroid issue, which can create fatigue and massive cortisol imbalance and because of the menopause, you know, strong imbalance in hormones. And so he helped correct that. And that gave an immediate effect to some of the fatigue and that type of thing, um, particularly the cortisol. Then the change in the food typically has quite a quick reaction if people are diligent about following the um, guidance most of my clients will start to feel better in as little as three weeks, depending on their starting point and how diligent they are. So that was super encouraging. Yeah. Describe for for yourself in your own experience and what you see in your clients nowadays, because just to, because uh, we have so much to cover and so little time, but your own journey of transformation inspire you to to start 12 others in this journey. But tell me a little bit the results that you got. How did you saw that fog going away and what could you do that you, oh my gosh, something is happening here. Yeah, so the energy came back in about six months. And so then I wasn't having that feeling that I needed to crash out 
in the middle of the day that rectified itself pretty quickly. So the energy began began to come back. And then the brain's capability of not just remembering, but learning and remembering and intake and short-term memory and all of those things that I was historically really good at, had a photographic memory, that began to come back as well. And so what's what was really noticeable was this eating style is a proponent of being in low levels of ketosis. And for me, that made a huge difference. So I think my brain had gotten very inefficient at processing glucose. And so when I switched fuels by eating this way and also exercising more and sleeping better, that made a huge difference. And it it literally felt like I was having jet fuel mm-hmm. in my brain. It was so clear, so crisp. And even today, if I like go a little bit off the rails, I can feel it. I mean, I can feel that I've jumped out of that level of ketosis, but I can jump right, right back in really quickly, but I can feel it. So it's a little bit like we expect, so to speak, how we age, that our memory is not going to be so sharp, that, okay, but we have the experience, we have other tools in our toolbox, but we expect that. But what you are showing with what happened to you and how you help your clients nowadays is that we can change that. You almost revert to your 20s in terms of mental sharpness. Yes. In a way that is very powerful. Yes. And emotionally too. So I I had gotten a really short temper, very quick to anger, sadness, just lo- just losing myself, my personality, real truly losing myself, the parts of me that I loved. And that all came back, my sense of humor, the anger, quick to anger thing completely left, the ability to feel joy and enjoy the smallest things that all came back with the boost in energy and the clearing of the brain fog. And with your own transformation, you got inspired to help other people on this journey, correct? So you train as a health coaching uh, in an all in this. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I got certified in being able to coach through this protocol. And the reason that I did is because It's not well known that it is possible to reverse or prevent. And so the reversal happens best when you catch it early. So someone who's in the stage of my mother, like in late term Alzheimer's, it's not going to be effective. But if you catch it, as soon as you notice some symptoms and go whole hog on it, you can have this reversal, almost complete reversal. But I think that the better story to me is that it's preventable. Like people don't even need to get to this situation. They can go through their whole lives without experiencing what I experienced. And there's really no too soon a time to start, right? You can start with your children when they're little and then they grow up with these habits. So it's much easier to change habits when they're not 70 years old. And that is one of the reasons why you love to work with the high performing professionals that they are noticing a little bit of brain fog and maybe sometimes there is no genetical thing there, but they are noticing that and they can change that. They they can really become in high performance kind of flow instead of keeping pushing and pushing. Yes. And it doesn't feel like pushing. You can get, it's much like what some time management experts say, you know, when you get quite good at that, you are, are actually getting more done with less stress. 
it's the same thing. You're working at such a high level of performance that you get more done. You feel less stress. You don't feel overcome emotionally and that type of thing. And you can balance things. You can make really hard decisions with a lot of confidence because you don't feel as though you're always in catch up mode or that you need to hide this from people professionally. And you can enjoy life more. Yes. Because I think sometimes we got in that treadmill and we push, push, push. And even when we have a break, we are not enjoying because we are thinking what needs to be done next, guilting our guilt trip to ourselves that we are taking a break. And I think one of the changes when we learn how to work smarter, it's not that we stop to work hard, but we learn to work smarter, really change the dynamic. And part, I always... I still remember when many years ago I decided to run the Alf Marathon and I was looking to training schedules and all of that to help me to get ready. There was one of the things in all of them was a rest day for the muscles to recover. Mm-hmm. We need rest and breaks that pause is essential. Yes. I love the starting with the food, the exercise, the sleep, the stress management, the, the brain health, the supplements, if they are needed, eliminated the toxins is really help us to have a healthier lifestyle. Yes, yes, very much so. And it's um, it's contagious. That's one of the things that I thought was so interesting. But simply by you don't even have to evangelize what you're doing. You you end up making very visible changes, like sometimes you bring your own food to a, a, a Super Bowl party or something like that. But just by doing those little things or oftentimes weight loss is a side effect, like I lost 30 pounds without trying, just by trying to live this brain healthy lifestyle, the side effect was the extra poundage just melt, it melted away. Wonderful. And so it's very noticeable. So then people ask you, what did you do? And that type of thing. And they notice mood changes. So it gives you an opportunity to share some information and it motivates other people. So what I saw was that people around me then started making little teeny changes in their lives too, or, or, you know, best case scenario, they come and ask me and we have a conversation, but it's just as a family person, it's heartening to know that simply by living differently, it will spread like dropping a stone in a pond. It's just really a beautiful experience. It's almost like when we speak about the fascination that we have by the blue zones where people live more than 100 years in a healthy way. We can see these results or noticing things before we reach 100 or whatever age uh, with health and uh, with all the good stuff. So that is fascinating. So tell us about your results that your clients get that illustrate this transformation. Yeah, so some of the things that I hear from them it has to do with mood, uh, weight loss, clearer thinking, courage. Courage is a huge thing that they experience and that sometimes they never noticed that they were a courageous person. Relationships improve because it's easier to get through this when you do it together. So um, I often see that relationships improve quite a bit, particularly among spouses. And then just the trickle down effect of how it permeates through friend groups and extended family. 
So well-being improvement, effectiveness mm-hmm. improvement, relationships improvement. I'm curious about the courage element because uh-huh. that seems that was something that surprised you. So can you unpack that a little? Give us an example. Sure. So it, you know, from the front end, you see, I see people a lot who have similar, depends on their personality, similar um, experience as me, like game on, I know who the enemy is, and I'm going to get my weapons out and go to battle. And then other people are are taking courageous steps, doing things that they've never done before, especially the older folks. And by older, I mean, you know, 50 people who have (laughs) (laughs) People have 50 years of habits to correct, you know, or change. So the courage that it takes them to change habits, we use exercise, that's a big one, where, you know, people who have never exercised before are creating time in their really busy calendars and saying no to other things, you know, so that's something we oftentimes need to learn how to do. They say no to other things that don't fit in with following the protocol to make room to follow their protocol and doing things that they've never done before. And even doing silly things like a brainstormed with clients about what kind of exercise do you want to do? What did you do when you were a child? And one person said hopscotch. And so she started playing hopscotch. <laughs> Fun. I love it. Yeah. This can be, I'll just say, it's not to have to be a short. This can be fun. So yes, I presume that the many people come to you because, okay, they are feeling the brain fog. They are feeling the fatigue. They want to change that. But there is lots of good unintended consequences of doing these lifestyle change. Yes, very much so. And typically those start to come out in, say, about month three, because by then they're deep enough into, typically if they're starting with the nutrition, they're deep enough into it to have seen how it impacts everybody and to get family members on board. And and it's all about their mindset, this mindset of what is possible, because there are many things that we do ask them to not eat anymore, things like that, big ones like desserts and, you know, packaged foods and stuff that makes life easy. So what I find is the unintended consequence for the people who can get there is that switch of there, there's a little bit of a grief, right? That life is changing. And then once they get on the other side of that, the people who really embrace the what is possible and approach it that way with courage and curiosity. And it's not about what I can't do anymore. It's about what I can do and what is on the other side. And by two or three months, they can usually start feeling the difference. And that's the motivator. That and their big reason why they're doing it. That's what a really important thing that we do as coaches is why do you want to do this? Yeah. Love this. And I'm all about learning from my performance. I'm I believe that we are what we eat. And even the keto diet helped me a lot. And I have to I'm grateful for you because you were the person when in 2016 I had my first bout with cancer. You spoke me about the keto diet. You sent me some videos that spoke the relationship of a keto diet helping uh, with the cancer and with the chemo. No, it was in 2018 in the second, my second bout with cancer. And I did that. I went in keto. 
uh, for this in 2018. And I noticed comparing to the first go around because the treatments, the chemo was uh, similar. I was recovering faster. Oh, from the treatment from mm -hmm. was uh, every three weeks. And I was noticing that I was recovering faster. That's fantastic. And I attribute that to the keto diet without any doubt, because was the main difference that I did from the first go around and they helped me to recover even the energy faster. So with this said, and now I'm curious to learn more about this protocol so if somebody, me or the person listening to this, if they want to learn a little bit more about that, what will be the next step? They can certainly pick up the books. Uh, there's two. The original one, which is called The End of Alzheimer's, that focuses more on the research so you can understand sort of why the, he put the protocol together the way he did and, and what it's doing in the body. And then the second book is called The End of Alzheimer's Program. And that's getting into the how of living and implementing the protocol and breaks it down more into the lifestyle habits and what to do. That are amazing resources, mainly if the worries, dementia, and how to prevent, love that. But if it's, thank God in my family, there is no story of Alzheimer or dementia. If he's a person like me, that is more after the high performance element. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. What will be, do you have a freebie that? How can I learn more about this? You can go to my website, which is restoreandrenew.com. And since Dr. Bredesen recommends starting with food, there is a freebie on the website. You can download some recipes and get started with just trying out those recipes. And, and that's really a good way to do it. We we talk a, I talk a lot about, you know, breaking things down in the smallest chunks possible so you can have many successes and link them together. So um, that's a great place to start. And also I offer a complimentary introductory call if you just want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation and you can schedule that on the website as well. Love it, love it. Because I think uh, I like the shortcuts. I like to work with experts, with coaches, with mentors that can help me. I love learning, but I have to focus my learning in certain areas that are my expertise and for health. I really rely on experts to get me there quicker and learn what I need for myself, but I don't need to take another certification for that. <laughs> correct, correct. Yes. And the other thing is, the thing that is nice about a health coach is that there are many ways to implement these lifestyle habits, but there is only one you and one your lifestyle. And so it's all about customizing these habits into the way you already live, not wholesale throwing out your lifestyle and creating a new one, but fitting these into the way you live and your family and your hobbies and your work. Yes, love that. And I will make sure that I will put all these links underneath in the show notes of this episode, because I think we really have to learn to take charge of the things that we can take charge, and there's a lot that we can do. We can be much more proactive, this, that self-leadership of, okay, we are dealt with some cards. Is mm -hmm. that saying we, and that, yes, we don't have much saying about the cards, hand of cards that we are dealt, but we absolutely have a lot to say how do we play them. That is in our power. Definitely. And so many of us 
notice some of these changes coming at kind of the peaks of our career. And we don't want to walk away at that time. There's so much more that we want to accomplish. So rather than having that niggling thing going on in the back of your mind, and and even they think that this might protocol might help with long COVID because it it does have some neurological components for some people. Um, so they're starting to to research that. But it's so encouraging and so hopeful that really if people have even the slightest bit of brain fog, this is a great way to just zap it and boost your energy and your thinking power. Love it. Thank you so much for being there and help us on this. And thank you for your time today here. Thank you, Anna. Pleasure. Expanding possibilities, the mindset zone. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.com. Zone. Yes, instead of dot com, it's dot zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you for the world.